Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss and beyond. Remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So be sure to seek medical support from a qualified health professional. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. Today, I have a very, very special guest joining me. Dr. Alicia Shelley is a board-certified internal medicine and obesity medicine physician based in Atlanta, Georgia. She's the lead physician of Wellstar Douglasville Medical Center, and she's the host of a weekly podcast and YouTube channel entitled Back on Track, Overcoming Weight Regain. She's been featured on shape.com, And fun fact, she's an amazing marathon runner who wakes up at like three o'clock in the morning to run and it's totally inspiring. And I follow her on Instagram and I love it. And I'm really excited to bring Dr. Shelley onto the podcast today because weight regain is probably the number one fear that many of my clients have. They've, you know, they've done well, they've lost weight and they're terrified when it comes to gaining it back again, like they did, you know, they think of it as like they did the last time. And I always tell them, you know, it's so different because you aren't dieting this time around. You're getting proper evidence-based treatment that you need. We're getting to the root of why you're overeating in the first place. And I go through all of that, but I still know it's a lingering fear. And I also know that many people, by the time they reach me, you know, and my team for the first time, they've lost and regained and they've lost and regained many times already. And so I'm really looking forward to speaking to Dr. Shelley about exactly what causes weight regain and how we can tackle it to keep the weight off for the long haul. So without further delay, Dr. Shelley, welcome to the High on Life podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor to be able to talk to you about this topic. Amazing. I'm super excited. So can you tell us, like, how did you get interested in weight regain specifically? Because it's kind of an interesting niche. You know what? I actually suffer from weight regain. I had bariatric surgery in 2015 and I did well. I was able to lose around 80 pounds, but with stress, with life, I noticed that I just started to gain the weight back. And my highest was 285. My lowest was 205. But then I looked up and I was 245. I was like, I gained back 40 pounds Mm -hmm. (laughs) after surgery. And I was like, what just happened? I was doing so well. And so I had to, I didn't, you know, there are sometimes people can get options. They can do a revision, but I didn't do that. I actually started to hone on some of the different habits that I was having that was causing me to regain the weight. Also, I went to my bariatrician and we talked about medications to help with not only suppressing the appetite, but allowing me to lose the weight. And so I'm very happy to say that I'm actually the lowest that I've been (laughs) since surgery Mm -hmm. because I was able to lose that weight again. And so, Mm -hmm. and it not only happened to me one time, it happened to me twice. So I am, I know, I I enjoy this topic. I realize the stress that I went through, the mind shift, the thoughts that I went through during this time when I gained the weight back. And so I wanted to help others with overcoming that because I did. And I know that you can too. So I'm glad you touched on the thought process that you were going through when you regain the weight and how you kind of, you, you mentioned like having a transition in your thinking. Can you share with us how, like, what was your mindset when the weight regain started? And then how did you coach yourself through that? Yes. So let me back up and just say back in 2019, 
I had run three marathons and I enjoyed running. Don't get me wrong. But after the third marathon, I was completely burnt out. I was like, I never running another mile. <laughs> this is not true because I've run multiple miles since then. But at that point, I was just tired. So not only did I stop exercising, I stopped eating properly and watching what I was eating. And so 23 pounds later, come January, 2020, I went on vacation. And as I was looking at my, my pictures, I was like, oh my gosh, I have two chins. What is going on? <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, what has happened? And when I got on the scale, it said 245. And I was just Darn, I was just jumped. I, I didn't know what to do. And so the first thing I did was I had to, number one, acknowledge where I was, that I had gained 23 pounds back since, since October. But then secondly, I had to forgive myself for being human. It is human sometimes to get burnt out and want to take a break. It, it may have been smart, though, to just to like stop everything. But, you know, I had to forgive myself for that lapse in judgment. And so the last thing I did was I'm like, well, you know what you need to do. You know, we're not going to think about what happened in the past that you gained the weight back. We know what we need to do. I started actually, I like to call them the smart goals. If you're familiar with that, where you have specific, timely, oh, excuse me, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely goals. And I, I listed out three different goals that I wanted to do for that week. And each week I kept changing and improving on my goals. And then over time, I was able to lose that weight back and then some. Amazing. Amazing. I think hearing you even talk about the forgiveness piece, right? We teach a lot of self-compassion with our clients because that letting go of the guilt, letting go of beating yourself up, which is not a productive place to be anyway, right? It's, it's so critical to being able to move forward and kind of assess and be objective and decide how you're going to kind of keep moving ahead. So amazing. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Like, how would you explain weight regain and, and the kind of top causes when you're counseling your patients? What would you say are the top causes of weight regain? Yeah. So the top cause is number one is sometimes when people are doing a lifestyle change, they get burnt out. Kind of like what I mm -hmm. did. I was just tired of exercising, even though it wasn't even just exercise. It was tired of running, but we stop what we're doing. Uh, and it may not be that we're burnt out. It may be that life happens, you know, job got very stressful, maybe going through a divorce, maybe buying a house. Somebody may have passed away. And the healthy things that we were doing that are part of our lifestyle, we just stop. And in order to kind of get through that particular period of time, we revert back to our old comfort habits. And so sometimes that's the case as far as weight regain, that we increase the amount of calories that we're eating and we decrease our exercise. Now, as we start to age, our metabolism naturally decreases. And so when we continue to, not only is that decreasing, but if we kind of go back to where we were in our old comfort habits, it increases to weight regain. The second thing that can cause weight regain is sometimes medications. If you're a person that has asthma or COPD, sometimes you're placed on lots of steroids, or even if you have rheumatoid arthritis or different anti-inflammatory conditions or inflammatory conditions, you may be placed on medication that increase your weight, such as uh, steroids, even um, if you have low thyroid or hypothyroidism, that too can cause your weight to increase. And then thirdly, certain stages of life, like I mentioned pregnancy, 
or even just stress or depression. These are certain periods of periods of our mood or periods of life that sometimes we can gain weight through and and regain the weight that we lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you kind of hinted at this earlier, but I'll add to your list. I often will explain that our physiology is really set up for weight regain as well, right? Like our body really defends against body fat loss because that's not, you know, to our survival advantage as ancient humans who had to be able to go through famine. And so our body kind of revs up our hunger hormones and decreases our metabolic rate with weight loss. And I think you mentioned earlier, sometimes that's where the anti-obesity medications can play a role as well, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to also talk about weight regain specifically after bariatric surgery, because that was your, your circumstance. And that is one of the questions I get, like, is surgery kind of a guarantee that I'm not going to gain the weight back? And because I think when you've gone through something as in perhaps invasive or yeah, I'll use the word invasive as, as going through a surgery to help with weight management, that can be very demoralizing to regain weight afterwards. So perhaps you could speak to like how common is weight regain after bariatric surgery? Why does it happen? Yeah. So it's, so weight regain can occur. Um, usually you see in about 20 to 23% of persons who've undergone bariatric surgery. And it's very person dependent. Like there are certain people that kind of at higher risk for weight regain um, after bariatric surgery. Those are people that may have uh, suffered with depression, suffer with eating disorders to start with. Mm-hmm. And, and so now they go through a stressful time, it triggers them and they go back to what they know and then they start to regain the weight. Sometimes Sometimes it can just happen even if you're doing everything right. So I've had one patient in particular where she's like, I'm eating right, I'm exercising, but I'm still just kind of gaining that weight. Turned out she was placed on certain medications, antidepressant medications that cause her to gain weight. So sometimes it's not just your depression or certain medical conditions, but it can be medications too that cause you to gain weight. Absolutely. And then thirdly, sometimes it's you know increasing your caloric intake and decreasing your physical activity. So there are kind of multiple things that can contribute to weight regain after bariatric surgery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when you're dealing with clients, because you specifically deal with overcoming weight regain, how do you support them? How do you coach them through that? So the first thing I do is I, number one, want to see where their mindset mm. Just like you said, when you regain the weight after over or after undergoing bariatric surgery, it is very demoralizing and you feel like you're a failure. Uh, just kind of how I felt. I was like, how am I supposed to be able to, to coach others if I'm going through yeah. this, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, you feel, you beat yourself out up so much. Mm. And so definitely, like you mentioned, having self-compassion is important. So I always like kind of want to see where people are just in their, in their mind. And sometimes that's the first place to start to kind of focus on that self-compassion so that they're able to overcome. Sometimes I have patients who have what I describe as all or none thinking where I have to be on all the time. And Mm -hmm. if I make one mistake, everything is going to go, you know, to kaput and, and, you know, it's just, everything's going to unravel. I'm just going to gain the weight back. And so sometimes that person is harder to coach because what happens is if they, because we're all human, we're going to make a mistake. We're going to go to a birthday party. We're going to go to Christmas dinner, (laughs) you know? And so we have to be able to adapt and not be so negative, you know, as far as, the cup being half empty instead of half full. So that's my first way of coaching, Mm -hmm. kind of making sure mindset is in a place of positivity Mm -hmm. and so that they can be able to see the the small wins that they're making. 
The second thing I coach with is that we kind of focus on the, the small things, like how much exercise are you actually getting? You know, are there areas that we can improve? Are there areas in our diet that we can eat better? Can we eat healthier? Studies show that if we actually eat less processed food, we actually gradually will lose weight. And if we eat more food that is highly processed, we gradually gain weight. So how often are we eating out? You know, are we, instead of, you know, bringing our lunch to work, are we actually stopping by the fast food joint and and getting a hamburger, getting a, a, a sandwich or fries? So there are ways where we can definitely improve. And then the third thing is that actually studies have looked at certain medications, anti-obesity medications that actually help with losing weight after bariatric surgery. Because just like you said, which is very important, is that our body defends against weight loss. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, so we've had the surgery, our hormones are still, our ghrelin or our hunger hormone is still increasing sometimes. And our metabolism is decreasing. So we have to be able to combat that. And that's where the medications come in. So I counsel the patients. I give them options and we talk about why this would be important for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so, so good. Okay. I want to ask you some bonus questions because selfishly, I'm very interested in your marathon running. And so we're going to go there. I didn't tell you we're going to talk about this, but we are. How do you, so for those of us who are like listening and we're like, what? She like runs marathons. It's amazing. How do you motivate yourself to get out the door when you do not feel like it? Oh, let me tell you. (laughs) So I am a very competitive person. I've never was very good at sports, basketball, volleyball. I sucked. (laughs) And it's so much easier because I'm only competing against myself. And so I just had to put one foot in front of the other. And so when I have like a race, so whenever I put money down to sign up for a race, that's it. We're going to have to train. Mm. And because when I did those three marathons in 2019, I suffered from cramping. And part of that was some, I wasn't as well trained. Like I I missed a couple of weeks and my miles and I wasn't getting in my long miles. And so my long, my long runs in. And so I remember those cramps and they were not, they were not very, they they were very painful. Let's just put it like that. Especially to get the long runs. And I'm like, do you remember those cramps? Okay. You need to go exercise. Get up my friend, (laughs) get up at 5.00 AM and get it in. And so now actually I am uh, training. I'm, I'm challenging myself and training for an Ironman in September, 2022. Love it. Amazing. Yeah. Now that has been different, different because now I am waking up at four o'clock in the morning (laughs) to swim or to go get on the Peloton, to go ride the bike, you know? So And I just remind myself that I want to finish this Ironman. So that means I have to get it in. So that's how I look at it. Whenever I put money down, that means I have to show up. And so that's how I motivate myself. Okay. I love that. And I just want to highlight for everyone so they don't miss this. You put money down and you show up. There is a very real principle that the more you pay for something, the more the results that you get. I'm just going to throw that out there. I love that you mentioned it. Didn't want to skim over that. So, so good. Okay. So you are doing marathons and Ironmans. Amazing. I would imagine that many of your clients are not there. So how do you counsel or coach your clients about just getting some more movement in and increasing their physical activity? Yeah. I say, start where you are. 
Okay. Because I didn't actually start at the marathon level. I literally in 2016 started doing a 5k and it it was because my friend wanted to do it. I'm like, okay, we'll train for a 5k because I could not fathom running over three miles. I just could not. Every year we have this, the 4th of July Atlanta Peachtree road race. And I was always amazed at one of my colleagues who would go and run six miles. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, you're running miles. How cool is that? But I started slow. I did the couch to 5k. And so I just started doing one mile. And then after the next mile, did the second mile. And then after the next mile, the third mile. So start where you are. You may not be exercising right now and that's okay, but you can get started with doing, Hey, let's start with 30 minutes of walking three times a week. And then the next week build upon that and then finding what makes you tick, what makes you happy. Not everybody's a runner. I, for some reason, I love running. I didn't realize that people smile at me when I'm running because I, I actually don't realize that I'm smiling at them. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. (laughs) So you just have to find what you enjoy, what makes it fun. Exercise doesn't have to be torturous. Some Mm -hmm. people feel like I torture myself to go to the gym. No, you can do dancing. You can do cycling. You can do swimming. You can do whatever you want, but you have to start. You have to start. That's right. Yeah. That is so, so good. So when did you start running marathons? You said you did, you started with the couch to 5k. When was that? All right. So I started the couch to 5k in 2016 and I did, so I did the 5k and I was like, oh, I can do this. So then I did the Peachtree road race and I was like, oh, this is awesome. I can do six miles. Let's do a half marathon. The half marathon almost took me out. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) me out. I was like, Jesus, I don't know if I'm gonna make it to the finish, (laughs) but I made it to the finish. And because I once again had put money down on the 10 miler and the Thanksgiving half, I was like, well, I better train better now. And so I trained for the 10 miler in the half marathon. I did well. And I love little small things like the medals do something for me. And so they said, if I did a marathon in 2017, I would get what we call the quadruple or the ultimate peach where we get an extra prize in addition (laughs) to our medals. Now, they didn't tell you what the prize was because had they told me what the prize was, I would have, I would have rethought of actually doing the marathon. But what I ended up doing was training with the group. So it is good to have an accountability partner, have somebody who you can run with, train with, because that makes it fun. And so I I trained with the Atlanta Track Club and they helped me actually train for my first marathon in 2017. And so, and just so you know, the free pies was like a bamboo watch that I never used. (laughs) (laughs) But it got you out the door. It got you training. And so that's all that matters, right? It really wasn't about the prize at all. It was about the journey to get there. So, so good. (laughs) That's why I keep doing it because it's not about like, you know, the actual medal. It's about who do I have to become to finish this marathon? Love it. And I usually have to be that person that actually shows up. Love that. Okay. That was gold. Who do I have to become to finish this marathon? So, so good. You gave us so many pearls. So you talked about the importance of accountability. You talked about the importance of having a community to work at your goals with them. You said, you talked about setting goals. You said, you talked about putting money down. So you're committed to it and really focusing on who you are becoming in the process. So much gold there, Dr. Shelley. Like I love it all. Can you give us some final tips that you want to leave us with regarding weight regain? 
Yeah, I would say some final tips. Number one, first of all, have self-compassion. Make sure that you're not allowing guilt. You're not allowing you to beat yourself up when you may not do something as perfect. We are imperfectly perfect and that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's okay. We just have to overcome and know that if we continue to be consistent and show up, we will get to our goals. So I hope that helps. Remember to start, number one. So whatever it is, make your goals out, have your SMART goals, three small goals that you can do for the week and just start, show up and be consistent. Okay. You were totally inspiring. So you ran your first marathon in 2017. We're now in 2021. End of. So there's still hope for me. I'm going to do it. You inspired me. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Shelley. Tell us where we can find you. Yes. So if you want to follow me, I actually have my own podcast too. We talk about weight regain at Back on Track, Overcoming Weight Regain. And then also you can find me on Instagram at drshelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y-M-D, where I talk about just my Ironman training, my marathon training, where you can kind of follow along with me. I am following you. I love it. So great. Thank you so much, Dr. Shelley. This has been fantastic. See you all next week. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.